This is Dairy Radio Now. Milky Monday. Betty Burning, contributing dairy economist with High Ground Dairy in Chicago. Betty, the second largest wildfire in Texas history made headlines last week. Give us the latest. At least 1.1 million acres were impacted and it's named the Smokehouse Creek Fire. Uh, It's burned so much that it's burned into another wildfire. As of late last week, it was burning north of Amarillo and to the east of there. That's a a more heavy ranch area. Dairies are to the west of there. And as of the end of last week, it certainly was possible that the fire could spread to that region of the state. That's what Texas A&M Forest Service was forecasting at any rate. Well, cow numbers are still hurting in Texas because of the devastating barn fire in Dimmit last spring. It looks favorable at this point that dairies will not be affected, but there still might be some beef affected. Yeah, right now the area where it's burning is definitely a more beef cattle-centric area, and there have been videos circulating on social media of the, the animals running and then others just posting about how long it's been burning at the ranch. So the beef cow herd as of January 1st was at its lowest level since 1961, which I believe that was over, what is that, 60 years ago? Oh wow. my goodness. Wow is right. And and that's why we've seen higher prices in the beef space. Or beef cattle, there just aren't as many. Their inventories are low, just like dairy cow inventories are low. So we see the price of beef cows go up. But in addition to that, that's what's created this competition too between beef and dairy and that's why we saw such high slaughter rates last year and depending on what happens in Texas if the beef herd is impacted that certainly could increase competition in the dairy space for whether uh, farmers to either continue to breed to beef or if prices get high enough to consider sending some of their young stock or cows to to the packing plant to get a nice paycheck. Thank you Betty. Betty Burning contributing dairy economist with high ground dairy in chicago here's dairy farmer hank wagner and his daughter laura with another simple miracle moment we all have habits that in a sense program our lives approximately 90 percent of our daily behaviors and habits operate without us even realizing it many of our habits have become regular routines that we perform exactly the same way every time without even thinking about it you put the same shoe on first sit on the same chair at the dinner table, or sleep on the same side of the bed. Habits are a necessary part of our life. Without them, our brains would have us constantly worn out. Everyday activities, like getting dressed, can be done easily through subconscious habits. Think about your habits this week. What habits would you like to create or expand? Are there any habits that you might like to change or eliminate? Much of who you are or will become is connected to the habits you allow. That's Hank Wagner and Laura Rods, author of the book, Simple Miracles. For more, go to becomebetterleaders.com. This is Dairy Radio Now. We are in a time of shrinking U.S. beef cattle herds, lower beef supplies, much higher cattle and beef prices. And one expert says... I think we're only beginning to see the start of this. USDA's chief economist Seth Meyer says the beef industry production cycle still in a contraction phase, and so... It will be difficult for us to turn the livestock cycle before late 26 or early 27. Because, think about this, even if I decide today 
to make a, de- a decision to start rebuilding the herd or if the industry as a whole does so, that isn't a stake until the end of 26 or early 27. And we have yet to see a turn in the cycle. And record high cattle prices are enticing cow-calf operators to sell now and get the money rather than holding out heifers for addition to the breeding herd. Meanwhile, beef producers are hoping the rising prices don't cause consumers to switch to other lower-priced meat products. Gary Crawford for the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam! Ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Dairy Radio Now.